singers and everybody might could have just stayed. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I honestly believe that the Lord is wanting us as a church to, to become more in-depth, more spiritually minded, more equipped. I believe He wants to liberate us. I believe He wants to set us free. I really believe that tonight is even the first song that was sung and then right on into this service and knowing that God, why is God working? God's working to liberate us. God's working to deliver us. God's working to set us free and keep us, keep us in a raptured condition, to keep us in a, a, a atonement, a redeemed place. Amen, that we would be raptured ready because there's not going to be a warning. There's not going to be, amen, that, that uh, when that time comes, it's just going to be that short time when that trump of God's going to sound. But uh, I believe you would witness, witness for me tonight that the enemy, the adversary is doing everything that he possibly can to ensnare and to trap and to cause us to go down side roads and cause us to become occupied and overcome and defeat it and, and sometimes may not necessarily by sin but by life and the pitfalls of life and by the business of life and one thing seemingly after another seems like you can't get one fire out until there is another already burning seems like you can't get one issue and situation solved until there's another one and one right behind it and one thing after another, just trying to keep us so occupied and so distracted and, and our minds and our hearts and our lives spent on other things and other directions and, and from one extreme to the other. I know I've said this often. I'm, I'm not a guy. I don't care to be in the fast lane. You can have the city life. That, this week proved that again. You can have those cities. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. I pray for you. Go to them. Get after it. God send other preachers. Amen. God knows there's not one cell in this body that desires to be in any city. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm content and happy out here in this country. Amen. I'm well satisfied. If I have to drive 45 minutes to a Walmart, it won't bother me one bit. I'd rather drive 45 minutes to a Walmart than spend 45 minutes on the freeway to get three miles. Now you, you choose, yet you're choosing. You do what you want to. Driving by lunatics and lunatics driving by you and all that other crazy stuff. Amen. Everybody's in a hurry to go, no, going nowhere, a lot of them. <laughs> really, it's not you know, really important what they're doing, but they're just busy and going and doing. But I'm here to tell you tonight, I believe the Lord. I believe the Lord, the very message. And, and I'm going to preach a simple little thought here tonight. I'm not going to spend probably a lot of time on it. Amen. But I felt this and, and worked on it. Amen. Uh, in and out all week. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let my people go. Let my people go. Hallelujah. Does anybody ever feel even after being baptized of the Holy Ghost that every once in a while you just need a fresh deliverance? You need a fresh liberty, amen, to get a hold of you. You need a fresh freedom, amen, to grip your heart and grip your mind and grip your spirit. Amen. But you know the word of God's taught us where the spirit of the Lord there is liberty. Amen. The word of God's taught us he that the Son is set free is free indeed. But I'm going to tell you back, amen, all the way back to Moses. I'm not even going to read a text tonight. Hallelujah. We just kind of just, just wing it a little bit if you don't mind. 
Hallelujah. But you know that Moses was sent. The call that was made upon Moses on the backside of that desert, even though God had worked on this man called Moses. For some 80 years prior to this, this encounter, a man with a burning bush that wasn't consumed. And Moses took note of this. And when he turns and his attention, and the Bible makes it clear that when he turns, notice that God doesn't speak. God doesn't respond. God doesn't say anything until he turns. Oh, hear me tonight. If you want a real deliverance, you got to make a turning. You got to put forth some effort. You got to, amen, make up in your mind. I'm fixing a turn from the direction I'm going because the way I've been going, I've been going too long and it hadn't brought me liberty. It hadn't brought me deliverance. And even with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, there's got to be a turning point in my life. There's got to be a turning, a turning place. Hallelujah. I thought about when we prayed for these two young little boys up here tonight. This could be a turning point in their lives. Who knows? Hallelujah. That they'd never forget this service. They'd never forget this opportunity. The impact, amen, of being prayed over. The impact of being anointed. The impact, amen, of rubbing shoulders with Brother Keith and Sister Judy. It could be an absolute turning point in their little souls and minds and hearts. They may not grasp it now, but 20 years down the road, they look back and look at this opportunity. They look at this time. It was a God thing. It was a God thing. Something that the devil set up to destroy us. Something the devil set up, amen, to annihilate us. But God stepped in. But grace stepped in. Because God's on the prone to work and God's working. Amen. To what? To liberate, to deliver, to set us free. It's never the will of God for his people to be in bondage. So the very message that Moses brought to Pharaoh, God told him straight up, said, Moses, I want you to go down there. I want you to tell that king. Probably we could say the most powerful man on the face of the earth at that time. I want you to walk up in that Oval Office <laughs> and I want you to tell him to let my people go. Now listen, Moses. He's not going to do it. I'm going to harden his heart. I believe Pharaoh is a lichen, if I could put it this way, and I'm not a Bible scholar, so we'll just put it in lack of ignorance if it's not right, if that's okay. <laughs> but I believe Pharaoh can play even the role of the devil in playing with our lives and trying to ensnare. Anybody could be a witness tonight that whenever you really begin to turn your face to God with a made-up mind, a made-up heart, amen, that I want to find this God and I want to find this truth. But to only find yourself to run into opposition and run into situations that even if you're not careful will cause you to question whether well, is this of God or not? Amen. Is this right or not? Amen. I, I feel some things. I'm struggling with some things I've never struggled with before. I'm battling with some issues, amen, that I've never battled with before. Amen. It seems like everything that we're touching, every direction we're turning doesn't seem to be working. Hallelujah. Go back and read it. When Moses and Aaron finally made the way after God, amen, and all the discussion and Brother Ford done mentioned about Aaron, amen, and even Aaron had to be called by the Lord and go out in the wilderness and meet, meet Moses. Guess what? He's got to have an encounter too. And what's on top of all of that? Guess what? He's called all of us to be priests now. Amen. All of us can be priests. All of us, amen, can make our way into that because of the high priest called Jesus Christ. We can all become handlers, amen, of the precious things of 
of God. Amen. All of us become, amen, vessels and servants of the kingdom of God. That may be through songs. That may be through preaching. That may be through other means and ways of so many helps and so many ways, amen, as we work together for the kingdom of God in Bendale, Mississippi. But I'm telling you, if there's ever been a church, I want to see us delivered. I want us to be set free. Hallelujah. I believe there's some spirits and attitudes. Hallelujah. That the devil, amen, is intertwined in to this body of believers. And he's trying to snare us. He's trying to bog us down. It's trying to kinder, amen, the will of God and the call of God in our hearts and in our lives, even as a church and as a whole. But I've come to give you the same message, amen, that Moses can. Set my people free. Let my people go. Satan, you don't have the right. You don't have the authority of the power. And we're not going to give it to you any longer. The king of God suffered violence, but the fire take it by force. There's got to be that that rise up in our hearts and our spirits. I've got to take what my father said I can have. I've got to take what the blood said I can have. I've got to take what the stripes said I can have. I've got to find the liberty. I refuse to be a bound church. I refuse to be a corner church. I refuse to be a half-hearted church. I demand that we be the most liberated church on the face of the earth. I'm not talking about being liberated to sin, but I'm talking about liberated, amen, from the powers and the forces of the enemy and the forces, amen, the wars up against us. Brother Justin, you done good tonight. You listen to it. God's still working in the darkness, in all the terrors and all the heartaches and all the troubles. Hallelujah. He's your maker. Don't let iniquity shape you. Let the love of God, let the touch of God, let the voice of God, that's where the true liberty's at. So Moses, time after time, he comes to Pharaoh. And time after time, amen. Exodus, you'll see it. Exodus 3 and 18 is one of the first times. Now let us go. You can look, amen, at other times. From, from Exodus, the fourth chapter. I don't through to Exodus, the 11th chapter. Exodus, the fifth chapter, and time after time, as he would come to him, and he said, let my people go. The God of Israel, amen, the God, the Lord, the Lord of the Hebrews said, it's nothing but a voice. I don't have anything written down. I don't have nothing to display unto you except what God has handed to me. I've got a rod in my hand. And I'm going to show you, Pharaoh, that my God mean business. I'm going to tell you something. It's a time this church seen signs like I've never seen before. It's time to see demonstrations of the love and the power of God. It's time to see some of you delivered. Hallelujah. You've let spirits hang around you too long. You let amen. You never get spirits, amen, from generation to generation. Hallelujah. If it's been in your family a long time. But it's time, amen, to be loose from them. It's time to be delivered from them. And it's in the power of the tongue. I said it's in the power of the tongue. Amen. Whenever you begin to speak it. You can speak that literally mountains. I talk about literal mountains. Hallelujah. Be cast into the sea. And they don't have any choice. Hallelujah. Why? Because I've been delivered. Because I've been let loose. I'm not bound by Satan. I'm not a debtor to the flesh. I'm not a debtor to the world. I'm not a debtor to the United States of America. But I am a debtor to the kingdom of God and the call of God. After each visit. 
from turning water into blood, causing flies to come, frogs to come, locusts to come. You go back, it'd be the same message. The Lord said to let my people go. <laughs> to let my people go, Pharaoh. You're going to have to let them go. You don't have any choice. The time's coming. There was ten plagues. And you know as well as the first one. Now watch this. If you go back to the original meeting of the Lord with Moses. He told him at the very beginning. Amen. That he's going to take this firstborn. Amen. That he's going to take the firstborn of Pharaoh. And firstborn of all. From the handmaid unto the Pharaoh himself. And the firstborn of all the beasts. Amen. Told Moses that from the very beginning. Before he ever made that first introduction. But if you go back and read the first time. That Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh. Pharaoh come in and said who is the Lord? Who does he think he is? I don't know the Lord. I ain't heard of God. Who does he think he is? He come up with a conclusion. Now watch this. Hey man, hey, you got too much idle time on your hand. Hello, you got too much time to goof off. So I'm going to get you busy. I'm going to get you real busy. Hey man, we've been supplying the straw for you, but not any longer. You're going to keep, you got to go get your own straw. But you know what? You're going to still have to produce the same amount of bricks. Hello, you still got to put out the same amount of work. Hello, and even the taskmasters and those that was over them, when they questioned about it, come back to Moses and Aaron and Moses. Moses went to the Lord and prayed about it. But here, watch this. I believe I got a good tie here in this New Testament church. One of the things that you and I have got to watch out for, amen, is not to let the cares of the life and the business of life, amen, to get us all caught up and so busy and so occupied that we forget really what it's all about, that we really forget what we're living for, that what we're willing to die for, amen, what we really sold ourselves out to because all it is is a strict and the snares of the devil trying to ensnare us and bind us up that when we get to the house of God, we just don't have much energy left. That when we get to the house of God on a Sunday morning, it's all we can do to stay awake. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's all we can do to get our minds on God. It's all we can do to get in tune with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because we done spent six days laboring. Amen. Trying to earn a dollar bill. Trying to solve some problems. It's nothing but a trick and a snare of the devil. Just like you did with old Pharaoh. Hallelujah. You got too much out of time. Hallelujah. When you get to praying, hallelujah. Watch this. If you really start setting a pray time, you set your set, set, set time. Get your iron and set it. See what starts happening in that hour. People will call you. He called you in a year. I'm telling you. But you know what? This is still the same today. <laughs> Let my people go. Why do you think Paul came along? <laughs> I'm not going to preach long. I'm going to be sweet and short here tonight. Maybe. I think. We'll see. <laughs> What's the call of Paul? I'm jumping. That's the last page. I'm jumping all the way to the last page. Got six of them. Jumping to the last one. Watch this. Paul, in the time of preaching to King Agrippa, he man, he begins to, to expound to him the, the call, the vision that he had, and how that he was obedient to this vision. And the call that was placed upon his life. And, and what he was called to do. I want you to notice the focus verse. is the 18th verse. This is the 26th chapter of Acts, the 18th verse. And as he talked to them, he says, Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee. That was Jesus. Amen. You know the, 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 the transaction that took place. Amen. On the road of Damascus. Amen. The encounter that he had. Hallelujah with Jesus Christ on that road to Damascus. And now he He's rehearsing it unto King Agrippa. And watch what he says.
says in this 18th verse, amen, what he says, he's going to send them to the Gentiles. To do what? To open their eyes. I'm here to tell you, it's God's business to open eyes in this place. Hallelujah. It's not God's business, a will, amen, for you and I to grow up in darkness and not really knowing what to do and how to do and when to do it. It's God's will, amen, if he led Israel in a backslid, stiff-necked condition in the wilderness. I'll tell you, he don't have no problem leading this New Testament church. Hallelujah. In the day and the hour of the generation I'm living in today, I know there's a lot of information out there. I know there's a lot of voices out there, but there's only one clear voice of truth. There's only one God Almighty, and he's not the author of confusion, and he's not telling everybody all this junk that they're saying they're saying. I tell you, God don't talk near as much as that but says he talks, but when God talks, I'll tell you what, he's going to have somebody to cure him. I said he's going to have somebody to cure him. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. But there's ever been a generation that needs to be turned from darkness to light and the fullness of that light. Hallelujah. The gospel itself, the power of it, the liberating power of it, the, the peace that comes with it, the joy that comes with it, the love that comes with it. No greater love than this, than the love of God that shed abroad in the heart by what? By the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, hallelujah, there's nobody like us on the face of the earth that's been born again, that's been washed in the blood that's into the kingdom a kingdom hallelujah I come to tell you this kingdom come but it come without opposition it come amen with, with powers amen that wars against it and battles against it but you and I must become the soldiers of the time and hour and the day that we're living in today to do the work of God in this end time <laughs> what did Paul write unto Timothy notwithstanding the Lord stood with me he strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. A lot of times we only think of Daniel. But here's Paul talking about it. Being delivered out of the mouth of the lion. <laughs> Telling you the devil's doing everything he can to ensnare us. He's doing everything he can to handicap us. He's doing everything he can to find inroads, to destroy. He's nothing but a thief. I talked to somebody this afternoon. Amen. After I spent about two hours this afternoon instead of studying, I was on the phone for about two hours. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just the way it goes sometimes. I wouldn't. Well, anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. Begin to talk about the drugs. Amen. The addictions. And he began to talk about individuals and those that he knew and neighbors and, and struggles that they're in and dealing with their own kids and their own daughters and, and what the mess they got themselves in. And how he began to talk about how the drugs... He said, it's nothing but a thief. That's all it is. Out of his own mouth, he said this. He said, those drugs, a man has took their marriage. It's took their home. It's took their health. It's took their sanity. And if it keeps on, it's going to take their soul. If they don't make a turn somewhere and find some true deliverance. I'm telling you, it's one of the harshest things. Brother Ford and I was talking about it this morning. Hallelujah. You can talk to people. I talked to them. They told me. They sat across the desk before and told me. Said, I'm telling you, anybody that's ever dealt with drugs... 
Hallelujah. It's never dealt with meth. Hallelujah. And they tell you that they rode in that same vehicle after experiencing a time or two. Hallelujah. And they rode in that vehicle not once, but maybe the second time. He says, I'm telling you, if they said they didn't take it, they didn't get involved in it, they're lying. He said, I don't know no man on the face of the earth that's strong enough by himself. If he gets exposed to it, if he gets around it, it's such an addiction, has such a pulling power. But oh, thank God tonight. I'll tell you, we got a message. We got a gospel. We got a savior. And I believe when the word of God said, he that the son is set free, it's free indeed. Hallelujah. I tell you what the real problem is. Hallelujah. The church is not experiencing the living power she ought to experience. The power of God is not being released in the house of God and the power it ought to be delivered. Because I'm telling you, when we're set free, when we're delivered, hallelujah, you don't walk around with all that baggage. Oh, well, that's the first Tuesday church. You won't get us there. Paul said, you make me afraid. Who beguiled you? Who bewitched you? What told you to go back to those beggar elements? Go back to some old way of worship called the Judaism worship. Going back and keeping moons, Sabbath days, and these types and forms. Forsaking the grace of God. Which, when you do that, you forsake Christ, the anointed one. <laughs> he simply asked him, let me ask you something. When you experienced the liberty that you experienced, was it by the flesh or by the spirit? That's the reason it's so important to have the Spirit of God to move in this house. That's the reason it's so important to find the vein of the Holy Ghost in this house. That's the reason, amen, everybody on board. Hallelujah, you ought to come in this house with a minds and hearts and souls sold out. I want to find the heart of God. I want to find the pathway of the Holy Ghost. I want to do my part, amen, to join in with my brothers and sisters of like precious faith and seeing a divine move and a visitation of the Holy Ghost in this house because I want to experience this liberty. I wouldn't mind having a Sunday night drunk every Sunday night. I couldn't think of a better way to start out on a Monday morning than after having a good Sunday night drunk in the Holy Ghost. I couldn't think of a better way to face the devil. I couldn't think of a better way to go to a job. I couldn't think of a better way, amen, to set out on a task, amen, but under the influence of the power of the Holy Ghost. So time after time, he came to them. He spoke to them. Let my people Acts 8, 1 and 3 talks about it. Acts 9, 1 and 3 talks about it. Exodus, what have I been saying? Acts, Exodus 8, 1 and 3. Exodus 9, 1 and 3. <laughs> Help me out out there. Praise God. Exodus 10, 3 and 6 talks about it. Let my people go that they may serve me. You see, folks, hallelujah, even when we're sick, I don't want to be healed, amen, just so I can go hunting. I don't want to be healed just so I'll be out of pain. I don't want to be healed so I can clean up the yard and do what I want to do, how I want to do it, when I want to do it. No, God, I want to be healed, first of all, for the glory and the magnifying of your name. Second of all, amen, so I can worship you and magnify you and glorify you. I don't want to be bound by sickness or afflictions. Hallelujah, that's also mentally and in my heart as well as in my body. I want true liberty in my heart. Amen. To have a merry heart. It's got to be a liberated heart. It can't be, can't be shackled down with attitudes and spirits. Amen. Of what's happened in the past. I believe God wants to give us such a visitation. Such a cleansing and a purging and a washing. 
Some may look at me tonight and think, what in the world is he talking about? But I'm telling you, if you'll happen, you'll see. If it transpires, you'll understand. Your eyes will be open. Your ears will be unstopped. The glory of God would be in this house, the presence of the Lord, the moving of the Holy Ghost. As far as I'm concerned, there's no greater liberty than in the house of God, in the presence of the Lord. There's no greater place to come and experience the joy of the Lord and the glory of God. <laughs> Amen. I want to come with a smile on my face. I want to come with a purpose in my heart. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to come with a purpose in my mind. Hallelujah. God, I'm going to be reaching for you. I'm going to be crying out to you. I'm going to be believe God. It's your good will and good pleasure. Amen. Just let my people go. Let my people go. That's what Paul was sent for. Even to the Gentiles. To bring them out of darkness. To bring them out of the clutches of Satan. To bring them out of the powers. Amen. Of the enemy of our soul. And the enemy of our mind. Hallelujah. Because why? We're in a warfare. Go to the second chapter, amen, of, of Timothy, or the third chapter, in the very beginning of that chapter, the third chapter, he begins to talk about the end times, hallelujah, and how the afflictions and suffering times and, and the end time and how it's going to become, how wicked and vile and what man's going to be unthankful. They're going to be self, self, you know, self-righteous and self-centered and all about them. And that's the world that we're living in today. But thank God we've been delivered from that. Thank God we've been set free from that. We don't have no arrogance about us. We don't have no snobbiness about us. We didn't get here by ourselves. It was a grace of God that gave me this liberty. It was a grace of God that keeps working on my behalf. I didn't earn this. Hallelujah. But God gave it to me. But let me tell you something. On the other hand, neither can we make provision for the flesh. Hallelujah. And we can't give ourselves over to flesh. And we can't give ourselves over to the things that would ensnare us and trap us. Amen. Paul warned us in many letters. Amen. About the snares and the traps of the enemy that set for us. Peter warned us and said, be sober. Be vigilant. Why? You got an adversary. Hey, I'm telling you. You got one that's after your liberty. You got one that's after your freedom. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't have real liberty if you find more joy outside of this church than you do in this church. You can enjoy and enjoy life more out there than you do here. There's something wrong with your walk with God. You'd rather be out there doing something and be in this house of God. There's something wrong with your walk with God. You got your joys in the wrong places. But oh, when the real liberty of God, when you're really set free. I said when you're really set free. You couldn't think of a better place than being in the house of God. Well, I'm going to say something right here. Shame on us if we wait on the drug addicts to come in here and act crazy. Have you ever been bound up? I mean, have you ever been, you know, when you was a kid, somebody got on you, held you down, and they wouldn't let you up? And you finally reached that point, screaming and hollering, and finally told them, if you don't let me go, I'm fixing to bite you, I'm fixing whatever it takes, claw, bite, I'm, you fixing to get off of me. Anybody ever been delivered to the house of God? Anybody ever been set free? Like a bird out of prison. Oh, I want to soar tonight. I've never run on it. I'm tell you what, you're gonna definitely be in the Lord if you run on the back of these chairs. He better be anchoring as well as flying with you. Because he's got to anchor these chairs down because we have it. 
But if you do it, you go ahead and God's with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. We'll find out in just a second. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I promise you, when God sent you on a mission, he don't have no problem anchoring the chairs and keeping you steady, amen, on the flight. Because I'm going to tell you something. God called us to finish this race. God called us, amen, to finish this journey. And he didn't put us down a journey, amen, to destroy us. But he put us down a journey that we could be a light of his power and a light of his glory and a light of his kingdom. So devil, bring it on. But I... I've been delivered. I'm not being ugly, but I was raised in a dead church, and I'm not about to be a pastor of a dead church. I was raised in a boarding church, but I'm not going to pass a boarding church. Oh, no, sweetheart. Hallelujah. If anybody's been set free, we've been set free. If anybody's been liberated, it's us. Been born again of the water and of the spirit. If anybody got a reason to shout, we got a reason. If anybody got a reason to dance, we got a reason. If anybody ought to get beside themselves, it ought to be us. Pharaoh. Let my people go. Tell him that my firstborn. Tell him that's my son. You let him go. What about it tonight? How many of us are praying for loved ones? We may have children, grandchildren, maybe moms and dads, maybe friends bound and it's our voices that are lifted because we've been delivered because we've been set free that we're going to make the difference for them you know what's going to persuade that old alcoholic that drug addict but we'd be shocked how many's bound in this community that don't know anything about either one of those two elements and they need liberty they need liberty from tradition. They need liberty from false doctrines and false teaching. They need to experience a real, genuine moving of God. We're living even in a community wants less church. You don't believe that when you turn up to 26? Look on the sign. I'll just leave it at that. But if you're at a party, where should it be at? If we ought to really dance, it ought to be where we're at. If we ought to be about excited about going to a place, where should that be? That trumps it all. That tops it all. <laughs> that rules and reigns above all other affections and passions and desires. Oh, I want us to become the church. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down this. I'm just saying, I, I believe there's a higher goal that God wants us to reach for in this end time. I believe there's a higher plateau in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. That you'll find it very uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Now understand, elders, please understand the elders and maybe those are not able. I'm not making fun of nobody. If you're sitting, please, so don't take it that way. But I'm telling you, you get enough of the glory of God and the fire of God in this place. Hallelujah. You may not can run, but I'll tell you what, there'd be something moving. You may not can wiggle your, wiggle your feet. Hallelujah. But if that's what you can do, you know what? God accepts that. 
I said, God accepts that. How you may not have the strength to raise one hand, amen. But you know what? When you do that in the Lord and honor the Lord, under the power and influence of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, you know what you've done? You just brought your pile of wood and put on the fire. Hallelujah, just as much as that one, amen, is made about that tenth lap around this place. Hallelujah, do you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah, because I'm excited about where I'm at. I'm excited about who liberated me. I'm excited about the true light of God. I'm excited about the joy and speakers and full of glory. The more you fall in love with this, the more you enjoy this, the less you'll want of all that out there. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. The more you, you indulge in this. You got my permission, amen, to ride down this road with some good Holy Ghost gospel music. I know everybody's got different flavors and styles. Well, I'll just be honest with you. We can't hardly look on the cover of any of them. Well, you can take that for what it's worth. Just being a fruit inspector. <laughs> hey man, when I want a good meal, I don't go to the... I, I'm not going to go over here to their dumpster. You know, if I'm going to go get some fried chicken, I'm not going to go to the dumpster behind the super, behind the superstore. You may come out of there smelling like fried chicken, but I'd much rather get out of there than out of the dumpster. Looking at some of them, I don't think they've been set free of a whole lot. Amen. They're not willing to change anyways. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of them looks like that. You'd be shocked what goes on in the bedrooms. You'd be shocked what goes behind the closed doors. You'd be shocked what goes on. Being ugly. Being honest, you know when you bring carnality under subjection, it shows up. <laughs> when you fall in love, hallelujah, and you fall in love with something, hallelujah, you know what? It shows up. People that love the fish don't have no problem getting up at four o'clock in the morning to be the first ones that's launching their boat. Brother Marshall loved fishing, didn't he? Some of his last days, he had some troubles there, didn't he? Sometimes he got some orders from Mama saying, you can't go. Especially whenever he liked to fell out of the boat and fell in the lake. And he didn't know how to swim. But he loved it. And he's willing to take his chance. A man that couldn't swim, but he loved fishing so much. Hey, man, and he went, I don't know, thousands of times by himself. He couldn't swim, but it didn't stop him from fishing. Well, so what? You can't dance like somebody else. So what? You can't worship like somebody else. But it ain't going to stop me from worshiping. It's not going to stop me from getting drunk. It's not going to stop me, amen, getting excited. It's not going to stop me, amen, to let my God know I'm glad to be set free. I'm not bound. I'm not shackled. I'm not in bondage. Woo! I have been set free. Singers are going to come. What about it tonight? I promise you it is the will of God. Let my people go. All this New Testament believers, the disciples experienced some times in their lives. 
chiefs and Jewish leaders would snatch them up, throw them in the dungeon. God would just send an angel down there and cause an earthquake. Jailhouse break. Oh, Elvis didn't get that. Jesus did. <laughs> hey Amen. You talk about the rock. <laughs> rock and roll. I, I rock and roll too. Got my feet on the rock, my name in the roll. Woo! Hallelujah. Huh? Hallelujah. I said, I got my feet on the rock and my name in the roll. And there's only one that can write that name down. I'm glad to know him by his name. I'm glad to know him by his blood. But I'm also glad to know him by his freedom of liberty. Hallelujah. 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 That I've been set free. Hallelujah. And delivered. They come out of Egypt with a high five. Woo. Hallelujah. Ever like partying? I'm talking about real partying too. Who says we can't do it here? You can get just as drunk as you desire to get. Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, if you don't desire a whole lot, you're not going to get a whole lot. I tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'll never let the desires of this world and the pleasures of this world be greater than the desires I have to have for Jesus Christ and the work of God. I want it to be clear. Amen. To the devil and to the world, I'd rather be in church than in your ballroom. I'd rather be at church than in your casinos. I'd rather be at church than at your ball games. I'd rather be at church, hallelujah, than flopping and messing and gumming. Because we've been delivered. And we have been set free. Pharaoh. Maybe somebody's in this house tonight and you've got to struggle with Maybe there's some little imp, some little devil, some little issue. <laughs> Maybe you need to just kind of man up and say it. <laughs> Pharaoh, the Lord of the Hebrews said to let me go. So you might as well get your hands off of me. Now, either you can do that on your free will, or God start fixing to start sending some plagues your way, buddy. The power's in us. According to the power that worketh within us, according to what we lose. There's too many folks that's too negative, too quick. Amen. When they get reports, hello, this is gloom and doom. This is over. I knew it's coming. I really like what Brother Sanford said the other night about being healed. <laughs> I don't ever think it's God's will for me to be sick. Not for long. It happens, amen. There may be a reason, a purpose behind it, but it's not for me to stay there. I mean, he didn't get stripes on his back for me to stay sick. Hallelujah. And if I'm going to be sick, amen, well, I want to be careful here. Oh, God, help me. He got it right, though, didn't he? You don't believe it's God's will for you to be healed, then why do you go to the doctor? 
If you don't think it's God's will for you to, to feel better, then why go to the doctor? If you don't believe it's God's will for you to get rid of that headache, then quit taking those whatever they might be. Just suffer with it. Just endure it. But we don't believe that. Neither do I believe that the Lord wants me to be shackled and bound, especially when I come to the house of God. I'm telling you, and the Holy Ghost and is your pastor. I can watch the countenance and the expression on some faces. And when you come in the house of God, oh, it would shock you. Hallelujah. But oh, when service is over with, it's like the countenance changes. It's like a release comes. It's like, amen, amen, or something's lifted. That shouldn't be the way it ought to be. It ought to be right the opposite. There ought to be a glow on a face, a smile on a face, a happiness in a spirit. Hallelujah. It's church time. It's church time. It's church time. Hallelujah. I come with an expectation. I come expecting the move of God. I come expecting expect somebody to show up and his name is Jesus. I come expecting a visitation of his glory. A visitation of his Mary. A visitation of his deliverance. A visitation of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible says he wants to pour his spirit out upon all flesh. Well, I don't believe God wants to give me the Holy Ghost. That's the problem. You're, you're, you're counteracting against the Word of God. The Bible said He wants to pour His spell out upon all flesh. Unless you got some kind of flesh, it's not flesh. You got some kind of dog flesh, some kind of cat flesh. <laughs> Alien flesh, Brother Forrest talking about that this morning, how that some people believe it's more, more uplifting, amen, to come back and be reincarnated in some type of animal. I told him, yeah, you know what they ought to do? We ought to wish they's an ain't. That's what you do to devils. That's what you do to false doctrine, false teaching. You put it under your feet. You don't let it plant in your heart. You don't let it plant in your spirit. You don't let it plant in your mind. Hey, 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 I preach it to you, sweetheart. Quit gambling and messing with the spirits and false forces of this world and listen to the voice of God Almighty. I come to set you free. I come to give you deliverance. I come to heal you. I come to bless you. I come to make you whole. They're going to sing. What, what you going to do? What do you want to do? you like to do how are you gonna Ah, oh, man, you're a little loony. I'm going to go back to an old time. Amen. What about the time when the preacher come in here? Amen. Loose. I mean, you remember that. About, about, about 40 years ago. Amen. Preacher come in here preaching about going to get loose. Man, he stayed on it. Get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Of course, there's too many tight Pentecostals. I just wouldn't be tight. Now I understand there's some elders here. We're just glad you showed up. You put it, you put it, you gave the devil a, a, a black eye by just showing up. 
That's right. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not trying to just prompt you up. But if I got something to cheer about. You see, I know who's going to win. It doesn't matter what side of the field you might feel like you're on right now. I know who's going to win. I don't know what the score looks like right now, but I know who's going to win. I know who's going to be victorious. I know who's going to be the overcomer. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. How long has it been since you danced in the Holy Ghost? How long has it been since you tried to dance in the Holy Ghost? Sister Joyce, I heard a story about you years and years and years ago. I think it's before you maybe even got married. It was at the house, your house, your mom's house, prayer meeting. Just, just having a prayer meeting. Got to worshiping God, dancing, and knocked mason glass or some kind of glass off and fell and broken. You danced all around it, munched it, and everything else. Never the first cut sign. I wouldn't let that die. No. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you get 60, 65, or 70, 75, or 80. Hallelujah. There'd be something inside of me says, I may not jump as high, but I hadn't quit jumping. Well, I ain't got much jump on me. Well, just slide a rattlesnake under your feet and let's see how much jump you got. Hey, I'm telling you, Holy Ghost, hallelujah, there's something inside of us. I'm telling you, you do some jumping. But I want to jump for God. If I'm going to jump, let's do it for a good thing. Let's do it with a good cause. Let's do it with a good reason. I got something to jump about. I got something to dance about. I got something to get excited about. I have been redeemed. I have been atoned. I have been delivered. God bless these singers. Holy power, thank God I am free. 
He ain't got no more. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. Delivered by the hand of the Lord. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. You see the hope Satan had on me. He ain't got no more. I've been delivered. When you know the Lord sets you free, you're really free. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. You see the whole shame down on me. He ain't got no more. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. Delivered by the hand of the Lord. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. You know, I, I learned how to sing this song a different way. So I'm having trouble singing it the way they're singing it. <laughs> Let me sing it the way I sung it at work. I used to sing this song all the time at work to those guys. They say, throw it down, Brother Ford. <laughs> I didn't have no music. But I sung it the way I knew it, the way I heard it, right? Well, Jesus touched the blind and made them see. He cast demons out of the man at Gattery. He cleansed the leper too. He made the lame brand new. He put hope back in this hopeless life. I testify to you. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. You see the hold Satan had on me. He ain't got no more. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. Delivered by the hand of the Lord. Hey, I've been delivered. I've been delivered. You see the hold Satan had on me. He ain't got no more. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. Delivered by the hand of the Lord. He saved a man I know so close to death. Then he gave that boy with asthma back his breath. The greatest miracle you see is when Jesus sets you free. Cause you know when the Lord makes you free, you're really free. I've been delivered. I've been delivered. Yes, see the hold Satan had on me. He ain't got no more. I've been delivered. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I've been delivered. Delivered. By the hand of the Lord. Oh, how many have been delivered tonight? How many know what I'm talking about? But you gotta keep coming back to the cross. You gotta keep coming to the throne of grace. Uh, oh, yeah. It's not a one time deal, it's an everyday deal. Uh, 
some more. There is a fount that's filled, I'm sorry, with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunge beneath that blood they lose all their guilty shame lose all their guilty stains they lose all their guilty difference is when Jesus delivers you please don't take this wrong but people that go to rehabs and places like that as long as there's there's not the real test but it's when they're let out when they go to jail and prison places like that the real test is when they set free and have the option to choose when you're set free by Jesus He gives you the power to choose the right way and say no to that which is not right. That's the difference. He didn't set us free, amen, for us to not have the power and the ability to be victorious and overcome it. And I'm telling you, we're living in a society in the world today that needs a real, true deliverance in our community, in our world. And you and I carry the answer. In the one called Jesus Christ. That's where the real answer's at. I appreciate everything everybody else is doing. Try to help. But you and I know. Here's the answer. This is the greatest liberty that you'll ever experience. Is in Christ Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you tonight for your response. and Presence in the house of the Lord tonight. 
Come to worship with us. Magnify the Lord. Pray for those that are not here. God will bless them and show His favor upon those. Some sick. Some had some other obligations. Uh, continue to pray for Brother Ernie. He is doing well. I spent probably 45 minutes on the phone with him this afternoon. And uh, uh, right now, to some things can happen. He, his place is kind of honorable. And uh, so he's kind of had to watch it close. So let's pray that God's hand just be there. And, amen. Keep him and keep his place. And uh, Things will really transpire this next week for him and come together. Uh, you know, God's blessed him. He, he's really up. He's uh, uh, really handled it very well. <laughs> be honest with you. And, uh, but you continue to pray for him. Let's continue to pray that God will just continue to bless him and help him. Amen. That uh, he won't let to get the best of him. Amen. But the hand of the Lord will be there to bless him and keep him. And all the others, our community, uh, Brother McCool will be with us Wednesday night. Brother Mark McCool will be with us Wednesday night. And uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. If you want to invite someone, please do. And uh, come expecting just a, a great move of God, a great move of the Holy Ghost. And uh, man, we just want the Lord to have his way in Bendale, Mississippi. Better than that, I want the Lord to have His way in your life. Amen. I mean that too. As your pastor, I want the Lord to have His way in your life. Praise God. All right. We'll just kind of leave the offering plates out and you can bring your tithes and offerings and we do appreciate that tonight. Thank you for them. Uh, your blessings of giving. And uh, my, that's, that's a blessing and we appreciate it. And uh, as we continue to try to do a work for the Lord. Uh, we, we might, uh, Wednesday night, we're going to take up a special offering. I had a Tupelo uh, sent out a, a request for, for the Christmas offering. So we'll do that Wednesday night. Just whatever we can take up, we'll send it to them. Whatever's a help, whatever's a blessing to him, And they, they find themselves in, a, in, a, in a lot of predicaments. And I thought about Brother Heath and Sister Judy. and You know, they, they really don't know what... The next call might be and what all it might consist of and things of that nature. But you know what? We pray for God's favor and blessing, anointing, even before they started into this. And, and uh, you know what? We're going to help them. We're going to help them. We're going to pray with them, do what we can to make an impact upon children's lives. And who knows? This could be the turning point, amen, and a changing point in their lives. A lot of children are exposed to a lot of things they shouldn't be exposed to. A lot of things that you and I and our children and grandchildren take for granted, there's some kids don't know anything about. They don't know nothing about a good bed to lay in. They don't know nothing about a man having food to eat and uh, don't have to worry about being threatened and uh, uh, chaos and domestic violence and things like that going on in their own homes and can be caught up in it. And, and so, you know, we're blessed. We're blessed. But we do thank you tonight. Appreciate you so much. Any announcements, uh, practices, need to meet with all of them. Amen. Brooke needs to meet with those in the Christmas program. Youth, the small children, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. You probably already knew that, but let's don't forget that. Okay. All right. Anything else? Love you. Appreciate you. It's good to see everybody. God bless you.